flashback. What? 1984. The streets of New York City. Mmm. They're fucked up. The city's so fucking fucked up. Sleazy. Shitty. Stinky. Cheesy. Gri greasy. 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 Radiation-y. Yeah, a lot of radiation in those streets. And you're not expecting it. No. But, uh... It's 1984, right? Right, but and it's riddled with, with It's actually stars. 2021. Yeah. Oh. Which is when the New York Ninja finally uh, released to audiences around the world, yeah. as done by Vinegar Syndrome. If you're not familiar with them, they they are they're film preservationists. Not not for films like say Andre Andre Rublev. Yeah. Uh. uh uh, yeah, Andre Rublev two. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think of other like old movies. Yeah, like your, it's not like your it's not like your Janus films. Yeah. Your your Criterion. Um, it's it's more like your trauma. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the kind of shit that uh, Vinegar Syndrome gets up to. Yeah, and thanks to them for that. Yeah, it's, it's like fucking splendid. It's a, it's 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 a it's a very important area of film preservation, and I'm I'm glad that they're among, they're on the front lines. Yeah, they uh they, um, real quick they, I think they I think it was them who um, they restored this like dumb like softcore porn movie called uh, I think it was called uh, like vibes. Vibes. Yeah. Vibes check. Vibrations, I think. Okay. Okay. I don't think they. I don't think they used. They didn't, they didn't say vibes back then. Give me your it was from vibrations. Like, it was from like the early '60s. Okay. Yeah. Trying to get on them good vibrations. Yeah. It's about like a, a sexually frustrated writer in New York who can't get no dick because mm. she's too busy or some shit. And um, aren't we all girl? Her her loose sister mm -hmm. uh, moves in. And she starts fucking around, and they also have like a, a neighbor who like shows up to this like it's like a storage room that she uses for like weird sex acts, <laughs> and they use like nineteen sixties vibrators. And when they when they those like hand crank, uh no no, no they were like they look I mean they they very much look like sixties appliance like handheld appliances. So oh, I'll cool. tell you that for free. So like a kitchen like beater blender. Yeah, it's like a it's it's like a weed whacker. <laughs> <laughs> You just lift it's gas up and, powered. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, <laughs> you put on your pussy, I guess, and yeah. it feels really cool. Well, you know, and, but your arms get tired really fast. Why did Why did we step away from that? Like, you should have to work for it. There has to be some danger involved, <laughs> right? Yeah, you have to be willing to get hurt. Yeah, like um, melting your face off or like burning your hands off with candles. Yeah, but like whenever like people are getting pleasured by it, it they look like they're like having a seizure. Mm -hmm. But like they they they're not really committing to it. They're like. Yeah. They're just frustrated, rolling yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. But uh, yeah, there's some, there's some nice '60s honkers in it, I guess. Yeah, it's fine. Sweet. It's very, I mean, yeah, it's very tame. Yeah. Compared to what you'd probably see today. Yeah. That you can go look up for free, like big boob reel video. Big boob reel. <laughs> and then you get a million hits. <laughs> Beautiful just, you had man. to you had to fight for it back then, or mm. you had to know where to look, or you yeah. just had to go to fucking Times Square, yeah, in New York City, where they just had giant lit up marquees that said like, "Yeah, we got fucking adult films here, come yeah. in and 
jack off in our theater. You can do that. You could do that. Yeah. You could do that back then in 1984, which is where the New York Ninja takes place. But there's not a lot of that in this film. No. But it, it, it does give you a, a window into that time period, sort of. There's, there's right. shots. And that's one of the cool things about old mo- movies. Yes, yeah. Getting to actually see like the world that it took place in. Yeah. And the fact that it's not like, you know, just taking place in some like metaphorical... St- yeah, or like CGI stage. Yeah, yeah. It's literally just like there. there's fields in Staten Island. There's broken down warehouses and empty parking lots. If you look down the street where this fight's taking place, you can see a guy hosing down his car or something. Yeah, walking in laundry. Yeah. You know, just like things like that. Wow, the apocalypse is clearly going on. The ninja apocalypse? Yeah, yeah. Um... Also, like while they were like originally filming this, you get to see that uh, um, uh, that Ninja Three was uh, Ninja Three, the domination. Yeah, it was a story premier. about uh, I think like a ninja. He's like he like he like kills his target on like a golf course, and there's like a golf course chase. It's pretty fucking sick. Nice. <laughs> it's pretty stupid, but it's awesome, obviously. But like right. um, he gets like killed, but then he does like some like ninpo magic to like have his spirit roam. Oh, and he possesses some like aerobics bitch. What? And they uh, she, and makes her do like assassinations, and when she like wakes up, she's like, "Damn, that was fucked up." <laughs> I was possessed <laughs> by a ninja assassin. <laughs> yeah, who um, used my body as a weapon. I think that's where the domination comes from. Well, that's weird, man. They probably should have called. Uh, maybe they couldn't call it the possession because they didn't want. You know, they might as well have called it that because it was. It right. Was pretty much a possession movie. Right. But instead of like Beelzebub. Yeah, ninja ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spooky, sneaky, stealthy ninja ghost. Yeah. What in the fuck? That's Ninja 3, The Domination. I haven't watched it in a while, but it, it was it was pretty cool. I might have now, to check cool. that out now. I discovered this film. Yeah. I discovered it personally. I was the only one that knows about this, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, Turner Classic Movies, when they're not playing, like, Gone with the Wind or whatever the fuck. <laughs> the Sound of Music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes on Fridays they, they have a program block called TCM Underground. They've been doing it since like 2008, I think. Right. And they'll play like midnight movies. Yeah. Like old trash, like ex- exploitation movies. Yeah. My kind of shit. Um, yeah, they had a ninja double feature. They played this, the New York Ninja. Mm-hmm. And if you look it up, it'll say 2021. We'll get more on that in a bit. Right. We'll get to that. Right. What we mean by that. And then they played another fantastic ninja film called American Ninja. Yeah. And it was just a very cozy double feature. I was very happy to stay up to like four or five in the morning watching this. <laughs> um, yeah. They kind of described this like era in America as like ninja fever. That was a hot but That was like something that was selling back then. Yeah. Um, just ninjas. Yeah. Just... It doesn't matter what the fuck's going on with it as long as there's, like, ninjas and karate and shit. Right. When did Beverly Hills Ninja come out? Like, 96. What the fuck? Okay, so that's just, like... Yeah, that was, like, one of Chris Farley's last movies. Hmm. Yeah, The White Shadow. It might have been his last movie. Okay. Yeah, it's a fond memory from my childhood. I think uh, Robin Cho was in it. Played uh, Liu Kang. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because he's just a a normal ninja. I'm not yeah, sure. I think he's like the straight man. He's like, oh, this fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, I respect you now at the end. Right, yeah. And then uh, Chris Farley steps into the soul NATO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
and then yeah. um and then Halcyon and on and on by uh Orbital starts playing. That's pretty good. I'll probably put it in here just so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Gotta have a snippet. Great song. Great song. Beautiful. It's there's a fun game you can play. I mean there's not a lot of movies I can think of that actually use it, but uh you can also apply it to other songs, but it's like if you hear Halcyon and On and On by Orbital, it's like, is it the beginning of Hackers? Right. Or is it the end of Mortal Kombat? Ooh, that's a good one. Either way, you're watching a fucking fantastic film. I was I was thinking that you were going to say, either way, Shao Kahn's busting out of the top of that building and saying, you are next. And then, yeah, they do their combat pose, and then, yeah, then it plays like the sick-ass Mortal Kombat hype track. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Movies were better back then. Yeah. I and mean, also I'm... got me to do, like, many front flips and back flips as a child. And just, yes. like, you know, want to do violence <laughs> at the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I played video games and I did violence in real life. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. And then, and, then, and then they got mad and they're like, that's... We gotta take them away. Yep. Um, Goddamn Another Hillary song Rodham you can play that with, it's like, yeah. what, what movie am I watching? Right. Uh, hey Man, Nice Shot Ooh. by Filter. Yeah. It's like, am I watching the basketball scene in Cable Guy? Um, am I watching the beginning of Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight? Oh, man. We never did get around to watching that. That's a cool movie. It's pretty sick, actually. <laughs> <clears throat> um, there's, a, there's I mean, there, I, I can't think of any other ones to name right now, but that was a that was a song that showed up in a lot of... 90s movies, I feel like, because it fucking rules. Did Bomb Track by Rage Against Machine ever show up by anyone else? Other than, say, like... I know it was in Natural Born Killers. So, like, but I mean, yeah. Uh, you can't really mix that with, with, with Matrix. Bomb Track wasn't in Matrix. Which, which one was it, then? Uh, um, Wake Up. Oh, it was Wake Up, wasn't it? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's good shit. That's good shit. More raging as machine in movies, I guess. P- please. Yeah. Pretty, pretty please. <laughs> It'd be Go. cool if Bond Track played in uh, Speed. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> like uh, 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 Dennis Hopper puts it on. Well, he's like planting <laughs> bombs in the hotel. Yeah. Like that's right, fucker. It's just another bomb track. God. Pop quiz, dick lips. <laughs> um, no, whatever he says. Yeah, he's great in that movie. That yeah. movie I mean, that movie wouldn't been as good if he wasn't the villain. True fact. Probably would have gotten fucking uh, John Lithgow or something. <laughs> yeah, he's always willing to be a fucking villain. Mm-hmm. I watched a really shitty movie he was in with a uh, Denzel Washington called Ricochet. Yeah, it was like an HBO movie. Um, like where, HBO like, original. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, back when like HBO did cool shit. <laughs> um, like the Spawn show. Yeah. Hey, uh, what would you do if uh, you're uh, about to die, but you could get your wife back if you sell your soul? Uh, better think fast. Time's up. Uh, what, would, what did you pick? Well, our uh, guy, uh, Spawn, uh, Al Simmons, he made his choice, but can can he live with it? That's how pretty much every episode of Spawn opened on the anime shows. Todd McFarland awkwardly like setting up the episode. <laughs> Fucking splendid. Yeah. yeah. Um, what a rock star. Yeah, what was I talking about? Yeah, man. Oh, uh, yeah, Ricochet. Yeah. I was going to say, ricochet. We, we, we were on Ricochet. Definitely not New York Ninja. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, John Lithgow, he's like a criminal dude who gets like taken down by um, uh, Denzel Washington. He's like an up-and-coming cop. 
Mm-hmm. And then, like, Lithgow goes to jail, but he's, like, super pissed off. He just can't get over the fact that he got fucking had by him. Because, <laughs> like, he, like, has the upper hand. He has, like, this, like, girl held hostage. He's like, all right. Then Denzel's like, all right, all right. I'm putting my gun down. Put my gun down. See, I don't even need no gun. And then, like, he's like, yeah, well, that's right. Wow. I'm in control. He's like, yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, just, just, yeah. And then, um, they get, like, a gun in his jock strap. Right. And of course. Like, Why wouldn't you? Yeah. And he, he fucking, he fucking gets his ass. Oof. But then, like, there are people shooting it on camera, and it was, it was highly publicized. Uh, Denzel cops, career skyrockets. Yeah. He's doing great. I think he's, like, a, like, a DA or something by the end of or some shit. Um, and, yeah, he's, uh, Lithgow's riding in jail. And then the whole time, he's just dreaming of vengeance. And then, yeah. It, As one is wont to do. Basically, he, like, organizes a prison break. Somehow, like, gets his files in prison destroyed. Like, he switches his, like, medical files with another dude who he breaks out with, who he then kills by blowing up in the escape vehicle. <laughs> so they think he died in the escape. Oh, and nice. then he basically just, like, fucks with his life. And it's, like, ridiculous. Like, now you grab the gun that shot your partner, you dumb bitch. And then he, I think he, like, drugged him and then, like, shot him, like, in, like, a drug haze, like, getting banged by a prostitute. And then, like, Damn. released the tape. And he's like, no, like, no, that's, that, I try. And he's just like, I, I doubt, I, I can explain everything, baby. And, like, yeah, his yeah. wife gets pissed and, like, I think he, get, he gets, like, a VD from it. Oh. Yeah. It, it's, and then Ice T's in it. And he even sings a song called Ricochet. Raps. He, he does a rap. That's what of, they call of it. Ricochet. It's like get caught in the ricochet, and then like, and then the movie just kind of ends. <laughs> <laughs> Splendid. I'm really happy we go on that ride together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's all right. It's pretty stupid though. Just it's the 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 way he fucks his life up is pretty hilarious. Just a series of gaffes. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like oh, it's gonna be real bad it's when like, you get I'm, caught with this. I can't remember the dude. He was like, I'm telling you, he ain't dead. He's fucking with me, and like. Like, oh, come on. He's dead. We got his files here. His dental records and shit. He's dead. You're, you're crazy to think that this guy is still alive and fucking with you. His ghost is making me fuck prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's it. But yeah, um, New York Ninja. Yeah. Not really... Well, I can't really say that there's not any sex workers in here. There's not prostitutes, but there is... Uh, voice actor. Probably some of the biggest floppers you ever did see oh, at one man. point in the movie. Yeah, that too. In yeah. a very not weird scene. That was, yeah, uh, called tame. <laughs> that was called uh, delicate. It probably could have been a lot worse, I will say that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's not like saying it wasn't fucking weird as shit. Right, in the middle of this, like quote-unquote martial arts like movie. i'm gonna train i'm gonna heal this kid and hang out with him and be a like a father figure to him yeah okay let's just back it up new york ninja yeah man what a what a movie to one vinegar syndrome uh they acquired uh, from the defunct 21st century productions at some point um they had all these reels yeah. From this film in 1984 that was shot called The New York Ninja, uh, directed by John Liu, who was a very prominent, pretty prominent, very successful uh, Hong, uh, Kong. Hong Kong martial arts uh, film guy. Yeah. And, like, yeah, pretty much uh, he couldn't stretch very well, so his trainer 
uh, pretty much like yeah, like essentially yeah, just stretches shit out. Rigorous torture experiments to Growing turn muscle. him into a, a kung fu. Yeah, hero. like could like stretch his leg behind his back. He was he was known for his kicks, and those yeah. are on display here in New York Ninja. But more on that later on. <laughs> so many little little hints. Little yeah, we're just droppings. we're just strip feeding you this time. Yeah. I thought that it was going to be I'm always drip feeding. Hey, dabs. <laughs> I, I did find it kind of interesting that it sounded like uh, Vinegar Syndrome had showed up to this warehouse and they were like there to pick up some other films. And like, and oh, yeah, that's that, some fucking bullshit. Yeah, I'm probably just going to throw that out. And they're like, no, the fuck, you're not yeah, going to do that. Yeah, it was that. like a palette filled with reels. They're like, uh, yeah, no, we'll take that too. Yeah, so they take it and then they, um, they kind of stuck around their warehouses for a while mm-hmm. until... Uh, 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 a relatively new employee, can't remember his name. It's like Brent, Brendan Schluer or something. Right. I probably bush it. I don't. I'm not carrying this stuff on me right now. Um, he's kind of took it upon himself, basically, to restore it and then put it all together. Um, and then it also, if any sound that was rolled was lost, right. So they yeah. had to dub everything and like ADR work for all the voices without a script. Yeah, so they had to, like, lip-read and basically just kind of make up whatever the fuck was going on. Yeah, whatever um, fit the vibe. In the in, in one of the special features of the interview, he's described, he's like, yeah, I had everything restored, I had everything cut together in what I assumed to be relative, like, chronolo- like chronological order, mm-hmm. and it just made no fucking sense. Right. Yeah, a lot of it was uh, just kind of, like, B-roll footage that they had. Um, so, yeah, basically... Uh, 21st century productions around the time uh, the like head of the company was leaving and somebody knew was coming in towards the end of shooting right and then the, whoever knew came in just kind of stopped funding the movie yeah and uh, like expenses for the film production just weren't being met so filming essentially halted on this movie it was just about finished um, there was no ending shot I believe Right. So they kind of had to like make it up, um, but yeah, it's it's there aren't a lot of details on just what exactly went down. That's probably about the best that people have been able to put together. Right. Um, John Liu uh, himself just kind of, I think his film career he just pretty much stopped after that. Right. And uh, at some point, just moved to Vietnam where he just chills in like a houseboat. Yeah. <laughs> or like a a, a boathouse. Lives like pretty much off the grid in Vietnam. Yeah, the documentary had made mention like no phone, no internet. Yeah, so they ended up going like fifth party with it, and they had to reach out to somebody that knew somebody that would actually like go over to John Liu's like boathouse abode. Yeah, like once every like month or two months or whatever, and like bring him groceries and like hang out for a couple days, and just have that guy be like, "Hey, so they found your movie. Would you be cool with?" And he's like. Yeah, like, the only message they got sent back was just good luck. Yeah. You wanted yeah. nothing to do with it, I guess. Yeah, so they kind of took it as, like, a note of affirmation. Like, yeah, you can go ahead and do whatever, but, like, I want no part <laughs> in this whatsoever. And uh, alongside that, they didn't really... I mean, like, they had no list of anybody that was actually in the movie that was part of it. Um, like, there was, like... Uh, they were able to track down a couple people... Like, we watched the documentary afterwards, and they found um, 
the the gal who um, played uh, Rydell, the the reporter gal, mm-hmm. they found the uh, fellow who is essentially the head of the makeup and um, practical effects, and then he uh, had um, talked about Steve Ning, who was uh, in charge of like basically checking out all the equipment and checking on the equipment and checking I think it back I think also, in. I think also did like camera work. Yeah, yeah, and like the that makeup artist and then Steve Ning had gone to like NYU together, and it was just like whoa, <laughs> you know, it, it it's really crazy because it's a movie that seemed like it had literally everything going for it. You know, you yeah, had, you had a big name attached to it. Like it absolutely. I mean, I'm sure if it had come out back then, it'd be like some like it'd be like one of those movies like Ninja Three, where yeah, it's like exactly. pretty finely looked back upon as like kind of a nice camp martial arts movie. Right. Yeah. And and that's just that it. it's like you know having having a martial arts movie, uh, not necessarily like you know an old school, fucking gritty ha 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 kung fu flick. But like you know, overall, yeah, like a Ninja Three, it's it's really wild that it never really got there. Um, but in this in this documentary that's included in this DVD, which looks fucking badass, by the way, <laughs> they uh, actually tracked down the the fellow that was the CEO of Twenty uh, First, mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, I mean, it was all really just bad timing for for New York Ninja. It's like, that's so shitty, dude. It seems like, yeah, like, I wonder, like, whoever just, like, came in and was like, no, fuck this movie. Right, and it's just, like, one of those things where it's, like, when you are uh, new to a thing, like, you probably just want to, you know, come in, show that, like, you know, you're taking names, kicking ass, and, you know, like, I'm just going to make us more money by spending less money immediately, you know, so it's just, like... Things are going to change... Right, yeah, it's it's really really terrible. So yeah, they end like um, Vinegar Syndrome ended up with this movie with, you know, like no rhyme or reason as to like how it's supposed to be put together. There's no sound, there's no list of people that were actually working on the movie, uh, or any of the actors and actresses in it. Nothing. There's there's nothing as far as the synopsis goes, and this this fellow that that took it upon himself to just. Dis- Edit it. Uh, you had said that they were still working, in like five still at work like, weeks. Yeah, like Monday through Friday. They had a pr- like from what they described, it was a pretty like steady, demanding schedule. Like restoring other movies in Vinegar Syndrome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the weekends, just, you can't just hold on to everything, yeah. you know, and you know not have a schedule. It's it's um, also uh, they've done a couple interviews uh, from some of the folks behind Vinegar Syndrome on Colors of the Dark, which is where I had originally heard about them, and like that's so fucking insane, and like the the lengths that they have to go sometimes to try and like track down movies and like get okays to work on movies if they found a master or something like that, it, fucking wild. And this is this is up there with like some of the most wild shit that I've ever heard, as far as just like. They had, they, I mean, the documentary pulled, like, all of these different ads and stuff like that that New York Ninja had. Like, it wasn't something that just, like, wasn't ever going to be. It was, I mean, its release had been getting promoted. Yeah, yeah. From, like, from from the company. Right, yeah. Like, it was, it was real. Yeah. The reporter gal, I wish I could remember her, her, uh, in real life name. But um, she was a, a producer on, like, some show with, like, Regis Philbin. Yeah. And, like, they they um, put together a bit 
where they like uh, kind of promoted the film as well, where like Regis apparently dressed up like a ninja, and she did as well, and like they like like jumping, Jesus, I'm a ninja. <laughs> Who wants to have a million knives? Yeah, yeah, is it, it was crazy. Uh, so like getting into like what New York Ninja is, other other than like all the work that went into to actually like making it a thing, uh, like the the finished product is it resembles a film. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's a beginning, a middle, end, and and an end. Yeah, yeah, and like while it's not ex- exactly a. Um, Probably wasn't the original vision. Right, yeah. Yeah, there were definitely some liberties that had to be taken. Um, but overall, it was, like, fun, yeah. you know? And and the way that it was edited together, it does certainly feel like it follows a line. Uh-huh. You know, like, it's, it's, it's a little weird. It's not quite straight. It's not, it's like, there. completely bloated and all over the place with weird bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Although there is some weird bullshit, but there it's, like... some weird bullshit. It's, it's good. The good kind, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's got, like, international government spooks. It's got uh, uh, a strange kung fu assassin. Speaking of government spooks, we should find uh, In the Claws of the CIA. Yeah, dude. Another John Liu film. Where I He's think, so down. Where I think, yeah, uh, he, like, machine gun kicks a dude in the face. Yeah, and then does like one big kick. He's sitting in a car, right? Yeah, he's doing all of this through a through a window. Yeah, and then he like kicks his head one more time, and like what probably killed him, and then his head yeah. is just like on the horn. Yeah, like that's that's a good way to kill somebody. That fucking rules. Yeah, <laughs> could could you imagine the detective showing up and right. trying to put together what happened? Like, yeah, it looks like uh, blunt force trauma to the face and skull. Like, what kind of weapon was it? Like, hose. It was a dude's fucking size 10s. Yeah. It was a man that is a lethal weapon. Yeah. There's your fucking weapon right there. Find the guy, you find your weapon. <laughs> and spits in his face, dumps his coffee on him, and then just smokes a cigarette, puts it out on him, and leaves. Right, yeah. I uh, Alternatively, something just as good as the detective is, like, has to call up that dude's, like, next of kin. <laughs> it's like, can you describe the man... You're yeah. like, why am I looking at this? And be like, there's no fucking dental records. <laughs> His fucking face is a crater. <laughs> yeah. What fucking dental records? There ain't no goddamn teeth left. <laughs> what am I supposed to... I can work with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you know that Roy this is Savior Backwards? Dude. Whoa. Man. Oh. Damn, bro. Yeah. Really, really big brain moment. But, um... Yeah, so like it, it opens up and, and John Liu's character uh, is, you know, he's like hanging out on the street. Just chilling. Just chilling. He's not the New York ninja. Not yet. Not yet. And he like, you know, fucking runs into, uh, I'm assuming his girlfriend? Girlfriend, wife, Fiance, significant other. Partner in crime. Partner in ninja. Part, partner in justice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, That's uh, right. <laughs> They have a they have a cutesy chat. She tells him that she's preggers. Super preggers. She's like, I have a secret, and he's like, What's that? And she's like, I'm Brigand and Ant. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, I'm gonna be a daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll never have to kill anyone. Nothing bad will happen. It's only the start of the movie. Yeah, 
It's perfect. Yeah. Wrong again, idiot. Idiot um, fucko. Yeah, she gets fucking knifed, throat slashed, and then rubber knife thrown into the sternum. Yeah. By the smoothest criminal. Yeah, like that man going all the way up and down Broadway. Yeah. And like tilting his hat like back and forth and like, you know, just looking like a real slurmbo. Yeah. Just, and then the camera pans over to a sticker that says, I heart and why. Yeah. And then, yeah. Don't fun. we all love New York? Like as a character, New York in this film dude. really shines. That's so, fuck, you know, so like, fucking true, dude. Yeah, like 1984 <laughs> New York is just like the it most bristles. prominent character here. Yeah, it just uh, comes out of the screen. Yeah. It's real. Right, yeah, just like Plutonium Man is just coming right into his strange, scarred, uh, burnt hands all, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Just chilling in his car, busting, busting. Yeah. Just busting. Yeah, like he's got he's got a TV in there. He's, he's like got, he's like ah, yeah. And then he's, he's got radio, ah. <laughs> radioactive rock also in voiced. the tackle box. Yeah. Keep in mind, all the characters in this movie are voiced by not their original actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the plutonium killer, the CIA spook man. Yeah. Voiced by Michael Berryman, who you might know as Pluto, from The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. He does great work. Yeah, and he actually looks like that. I had no idea. Yeah, it's no, the first really time that I had ever seen him. Fucking looks like that. Yeah. Pretty cool looking guy. Yeah, he is. This is like very interesting. Very defining features, let's put it that way. Yeah, and actually uh seemed to be like a really sweet, nice person and just like filled with dad jokes. He's like, Yeah, I recorded the voices. For the plutonium killer. Yeah, it's like your favorite grandpa. Yeah. It was a really fun time. You know, got to be uh, over the top. There's no catering, though. No catering. Yeah. No craft services. But I did take a break for lunch. Like, that rules. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh. So I think, I think they were... I think they did all the recording for voices, like, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said, like, January 2020 is when it really all started kind of coming together. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had Linnea Quigley, uh, Iowa's own, mm-hmm. Dav- Davenport Scream Queen. I think the beginning of The Hustler takes place in Ames, Iowa. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he goes up against Minnesota Fats, played by Jackie Gleason. Dude, that's the fucking coolest. <laughs> Are we going to watch The Hustler soon? Definitely we should watch Color of the Money. Co- the color co- of the Money. <laughs> the Color of the Money. <laughs> hey, guy, where's the Color of the Money? Hey, who's the Color of the Money? Jean-Claude Van Damme. I oh, fucking love JCVD. Hey, hey, tough guy. Why don't you suck onto my penis, huh? <laughs> Have you ever been kickboxed? <laughs> yeah. I am the universal soldier. Hey, buddy, take a kiss off my ass, huh? <laughs> tough guy. <laughs> Did you and me watch his uh, Pound of Flesh movie? Mm-mm. Oh, man. They had CGI, like, blue screen backgrounds, like... I'm talking like walking in place and having oh god having, hell yeah having the background spin. They're just like you. very clearly walking in place. Well, it's oh god damn, I love that shit. Yeah, dude. I, th- I think they've been doing that. Um, it, I was watching a there's like Judge Jerry Springer. Oh, it's his own judge show, but it's like very everybody's very clearly like <laughs> oh no like CGI it. I think they like show like. They have the NBA two K crowd out there in the jury stands. And yeah, shit. and there's yeah you can talk to uh, Jake from State Farm. <laughs> no, no, that that does happen in one of the NBA two K games though. Like he's in the game, and you can walk up to your create with your create a baller. 
and uh, like, ha, yeah, I've got your back. Dude, if I was really into, the, like, basketball, like, really into, like, play that game, I'd yeah. be like, God, this is so fucking lame. Yeah, yeah. Like, is it, is it... Playable me? ads. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's assuming that everybody's fucking cool and good about having... Right. Like, ad mascots in their game. Gross. It sucks. It fucking sucks. <laughs> it's fucking terrible, man. Sucks ass. Sucks dick. <laughs> sucks. Sucks chode. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that, man. And I don't like it. <laughs> no, neither do I. I can't really say I'm a No fan. drip. No drip. No swag. Mm-mm. No class. You know, I was that was that was something that I was a little bit upset about with New York Ninja. No is dick. that like so yeah. like all the goons had like goon drip, right? Oh yeah. Like I said, like every time Some a goon's the most on colorful, screen, colorful goons you've seen in any goddamn movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you see them on screen, you're like, that's a goddamn goon. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you can't mistake. Like them. they're like the dudes you kill with one punch in like Final Fighter Streets of Rage. Yeah. And they go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, is that G signal? Yeah. No. That's B signal, bro. <laughs> oh man. It's another fucking Galzia. It's another fucking Galzia. Yeah, fucking Galzia. Uh Galzia with a knife. But yeah, no, it's it just kinda walks around. Better not be in his way. Can you can you name some of the weapons that some of these goons use in this film? Like fucking dollar store tanfa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um literally stick with attached like PVC stick. pipe. Mm-hmm. A uh, styrofoam uh, cylinder. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, t-ball bat. A plastic uh, t-ball bat. What looks bat. like wood shavings fashioned to be like knives. <laughs> yeah. Um, whittled whittled stakes. Tiniest goddamn revolver you ever fucking see in your entire life. Yeah. Like the, the fucking like little gun from Men in Black, basically. Mm-hmm. But it's the actually... The cricket. Yeah. yeah. But like an re- actual revolver. Right. Like... That like smaller than a thirty eight snub. A guy, right? a guy's rat tail. <laughs> a guy's rat tail. It spends much of the movie like in his mouth. Yeah. A cane with a sick ass Romulus wolf head on it. <laughs> uh, two epi epi. Yeah, let's e- call that. Eps. Epp. Epp. Like rapiers. Yeah, uh, you can only guess who wields those after after talking about canes and rat tails. Yeah, uh, not certainly not the character known as Rat Tail. Who's to say? Who is to say? Seems to me it might it, might, the, it might be Rat Tail though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it. it you got me. I think it's Rat Tail. Yeah. You tried. You tried throwing me off. Yeah, I did. Tried I sucking did. me off the trail. <laughs> oh man, where am I? <laughs> this bussy out this world. <laughs> yeah. There's also shurikens that say New York Ninja. On yeah, them. he's fucking branding his killing instruments. Yeah, I like to think that he's actually going into like a CNC, <laughs> you know, and he's like, I have. Can you write New York Ninja on there? <laughs> so they know who did it. Yeah. What are these? Uh, windmills. Yeah, uh, John Liu slash the New York Ninja, voiced by Don the Dragon Wilson. Yeah. Who's, I, I he's in like, probably like a tier above like modern Seagal movies. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched any of them, so like, I'm gonna like throw my if, hands up if here. If they're and just cool, like, 
we don't know. There was that one I had Andrew Dice Clay and uh, Danny Glover. Oh hell yeah! Is they he showed that too old for this shit. Probably. Why wouldn't he be, man? He's only gotten older. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm once again too old for this shit. <laughs> oh man! I'm even older than I was before. <laughs> I was just supposed to retire. Yeah. Now, come on, Raj. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's uh he's the voice of our of our main character. Yeah, we did a good job. Yeah, he did. Honestly, like uh, the the delivery of the lines and everything like that, pretty fucking good. And it's the, like true, probably as like true as it could have been. Yeah, in the documentary, he's like, man, some of that stuff was hard because he is going like super over the top. Like he is super selling it, and like just like having to like watch a scene and then go ahead and redo my line. It's a little thing called movie magic. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, it's something that maybe you heard of over right. the years. And he Certainly definitely not around definitely now. Fucking no. It's it's there. It's like, what ah, happened? Yeah. What happened? What What's happened? going on? Yeah. <laughs> like five economic worldwide crashes. Uh, Movies like, used to be good. <laughs> not anymore. Cars used to be made out of metal. Now they're all plastic. I used to inhale the lead gas <laughs> and get angry. I used to drink Bepis right out the hose. You can go to the theaters and jack off, and nobody bad an eye. <laughs> The Democrats would have you do a little different. Yeah, would they? Would they, Brad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, it's a Tucker. Tucker Carlson dropped in. Right. I was. I was going just getting ready to pull the Molotovs off my fucking shelf. Yeah. I'm gonna splash this whole goddamn place in freedom. Yeah. Now they don't let you put your finger in your ass in the theater. <laughs> That explains the holes in the middle of all the seats. It's me today. Maybe it's you tomorrow. Maybe it's your family. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> My family's putting fingers in their assholes in the theater. It's a fun voice to do. It's I can see why he does it. <laughs> just making up an enemy. Yeah. And just getting weird old people like super angry. And yeah. then he just gets to be like, what? What happened? <laughs> why can't I grab my coworkers' tits anymore? I'll tell you Tucker. why. The Democrats think women have rights. Frown face. Yeah. Dumb bow tie. Yeah. Like very like sad dog face. Like a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a, like the like the ball got slapped underneath the furniture and they can't get at it. A very, if I might, headbuttable face. Yeah. Like I like just he, want to his smash face needs my to get face. machine gun kicked and then <laughs> flattened onto the steering wheel. Like drop dead Fred frying pan head. That shit gave me fucking nightmares as a child. Drop dead Fred. At least you got to look at Phoebe Cates. I don't even remember. I was a tiny child. Well, she's a babe. <laughs> oh, maybe that explains some locked away memories or something, man. Maybe I'll have to. No, I don't want to return. I don't want to see Frying Pan Fred. You should watch The Pest. (laughs) (laughs) World's deadliest game. Yeah, you think it's just an irreverent comedy, but no, it's actually... They put him on an island and try to hunt him for sport. <laughs> I think. I only watched, like... I watched it on, like, Movieplex, like, a hundred years ago. It's actually only, like, 12 minutes long. It's ten minutes of the intro. One minute of him <laughs> getting black, him black bagged. And, like, farting in the shower. <laughs> yeah. He gets black bagged. And yeah. then, like, 30 seconds of him just going, like, taking a shit in a field, going, one stinky dinky. Yeah. 
And then he just gets a fucking bullet to the head. It's a crossbow bolt in the back of the head now, the eye. <laughs> and then we start playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Never soft. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. The the bolt comes out of his eye and then like plants on and then and then it looks at the camera and it says yeah. never soft and yeah. the movie ends. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You I have mean, to watch the full intro. Yeah, before you, you have you to watch the twelve Hawk. minutes of the past before you can play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. You can't skip it. No. You yeah. have to commit if you're gonna play Tony Hawk. Which um yeah, no, like you should have to commit to play Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah, right. A game where you do two minutes stints of skating. Right. And you like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta watch this for, for 12 minutes and then I can play one game of horse. I can listen to a uh, gorilla radio, radio edit. Yeah. Turn that sh- up. Uh, Lights out. Yeah. Gorilla radio. Turn that sh- up. Yeah. Hell I liked yeah. Uh, that most deaf song. Which there's, one was on there? There's like most deaf. I think Talib Kweli. It's like the B-Boy something. The B-Boy document, I think, is what it was called. Okay. It, it's fucking sick. It's Power so, Man 5000. It's got, what you, it's got what you want in like a, mm-hmm. a good hip-hop song, a sick-ass beat, mm-hmm. and a sick-ass flow, mm-hmm. and you're good to go. Right. Like, I'm, not, I'm by no means an authority on hip-hop. I'm ready to manual. Yeah. You're going to chain a kick flip. Like a 802 times whatever points you got combo. Yeah, into dark side grind. Chrysler. We, uh, yeah. Airwalk. Dark sliding. Hell yeah. Now you're playing. Now you're playing. Do you know who else knows how to fucking skate, oddly enough? The New York Ninja. Yeah. So now skateboard, but uh, just one scene where he inexplicably has roller skates. Ninja tools, right? Yeah. You have to be ready for everything. Yeah, actually, um, you can find like uh, like scrolls for back from the ancient periods of Japan where they showed ninjas on roller skates, uh, cutting the heads off of, uh, um, uh, fucking shoguns. <laughs> I've been holding that in so. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! No, yeah. they're there. You can find them. Roller kata. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, a forbidden technique. Right. It's too. Oh. There we go. Oh man. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, it's fine. fine. Yeah, we can we can come back in easy. Yeah, whole fucking scene where he's just skating down the streets. He gets this purse back. He fucking does, like, a front flip over a car. Without roller skates on. Mm, okay. <laughs> and then he fucking runs off, and then the next scene that it cuts in... Doing, like, spin punches. Yeah. Yeah. And he fucking, yeah, just fucking killed, like, eight dudes on roller roller back. Dude, I want to know what it was like, like, working at Vinegar Syndrome, going through this fucking movie, and, like, you know, you're working on the weekends, and then Monday comes along, and you're like, guys, like... It seems like a kind of workplace where it's like, yeah, I don't care if you smoke weed. Right. As long as you do your job. Smonk wed. So it'd be, like, the perfect thing, probably, to just, like, get super baked and try and edit together an unfinished movie. Right. But then, like, pull everyone into your tiny office to be like, guys, check this. There out. is there is a five minute. I think it's like um, skate montage fight scene. They should make like a there will be blood type movie mm-hmm. where like the editor who like just starts working at Vinegar Syndrome is basically a uh, uh, Daniel Plainview. 
We got a whole ocean of B-movie under our feet. <laughs> and no one can get at it but me. <laughs> As he's just like getting super fucking trash in his office, like shooting at like pins. <laughs> and then like editing and restoring an old movie that he scanned into his computer. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Oh man. Yeah. That'd be cool. That would be fucking great. A movie within the movie, uh, a a one cut of the dead. Yeah, like if uh, uh, the disaster artist wasn't fucking stupid. Yeah. It's like, just read the book. Right. Watch the room. Right. I'm I, like I was about to say like, hey, look, it's another one of those. This didn't need to get made movies. James Franco Vanity Project, mm. number X. Yeah. Still, no one has told him that. I just want to do my Tommy impression. People love it when I cite the room. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. That's all it's, it is. It's a fucking 80 minute Like, what if we long, did it? Yeah, 80 minute long The Room reference. Like, what if we did it, though? Fucking Christ. And then, like, uh, uh, Seth Rogen's there. He's like, uh, 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 uh. You want to shoot a movie like this? He shoves the cop on the ground and runs away. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, what if I smoked weed while I shot the movie? And then kissed a hot girl. Yeah. That's, that's, That's what I'm talking about. And she's sucking his dick. And then, like, whoever you're telling the movie about it's already walked away. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. And then a hot dog, like, soars through a bagel. Dude. <laughs> is that, like, what I think it is? Bro. <laughs> Dude. Dude, that's twisted. <laughs> T-W-I-Z-T-D. A twisted. That man. I. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. That's I'll make you use freaked your up. for that one. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be a little, you gotta be a little sick to get it. <laughs> I'm a little, if you know what I'm saying. Feeling a little down with the sickness. I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. But uh, it's like, I, I watched New York Ninja and like, there was like a cynical side of me. Yeah. When I was watching it, it's like. Are we so starved to go back to the 80s that we need to dig up trash that wasn't even finished? Right, yeah. And then, like, just put, like, and, yeah, just we need to, like, we need to actually dig up garbage from the 80s. And that's that's being a little too harsh on this film. Right. Considering, like, like, its background, and it was... John Liu never set out to make a bad film. I think he wanted to finish the film, but his hands were kind of tied. Oh, Yeah. And I, I think it, it is a good act of preservation to actually finish the thing. It's like it's like seeing like a like a shitty like uh, like statue or like mm-hmm. um, just something like like a shitty car, right? Yeah. That somebody puts another engine in and then you know fixes up really nice, right? It's kind of like it. It's it's it was, it's a good thing that it was done. It's right. a good thing. I, I fought. I fought those cynical notions. Yeah, like that was that was like you look was... at it and it looks like oh yeah, it's like every other like hey, remember the eighties, dude? Right. But then it's like okay, this movie actually was from the eighties. Yeah. It just had to be finished using modern techniques. Yeah. Like, that's also, pretty fucking cool. Thing we yeah, we also about. haven't mentioned the music in the movie. 
Right. It's done by Voyage 3, Voyager 3, I think is how you pronounce it, but the E in Voyager is the 3. Oh, okay. I think it's, it's actually Voyager 3? I think so. I think they say in that documentary. I know I know. I heard about Voyager, Voyager 3, Voyage 3R. Um, Voyage 3R? Hey. Vo- Who's to say? Once Voyage... again. Voyage 3R. <laughs> Voyager. But no, they did a great fucking job with the soundtrack. Yeah. And um, they actually put a lot of research into it. And like mm-hmm. when they went about making it, actually watching these old John Liu movies. And, and then taking like audio samples from them and stuff. That's yeah. fucking yeah. cool. Like it just got it. They just got it. Yeah. It's kind of funny because like, you know, even uh, having you, like you said like, yeah, so like, you know, it's a little bit about the movie. And then like when we're watching the movie, the music, it just blends so well into the scene. So like, it doesn't even really like hit you. I mean, honestly, it sounds like better than shit you would have heard back in the day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's just, yeah, it, it's super fun. The music's super great. Like It is uh, really, it's probably one of like the, the high points of the movie. Absolutely. Certainly not the fighting. No. I mean, like, not to put the movie down too hard, but, like, right. the only experienced martial artist on that set, I think, was John Liu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think they, I think he did what he could with what he had, but... Right. I mean, like, you can't, like, necessarily... It's not like Jackie Chan, where, like, everybody is, like, the fucking Hong Kong action team who are used to fucking throwing kicks and punches and taking hits yeah. and throwing themselves around through glass. It's it's not like that, but it's 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 fine. Taking tumbles, arching your back, screaming out in pain. And then, like, in the credits, there's just, like, a whole, like, bloopers, quote-unquote, of them being carried out on stretchers and thrown into, like ambulances yeah and jackie chan having like blood gashing down his head being like yeah. giving a thumbs up there was um god i can't remember which one it was it might have actually been on a drunken master he like fell off of like a 20 foot wall yeah. and like got a massive concussion like that man has to have some form of cte no not jackie chan <laughs> no i think i think he surpassed it yeah you think he beat cte yeah yeah. No, there's no fucking way. Did you ever watch... He's going to live to be like 110. <laughs> did you... Have you ever watched... The, did you ever watch the Jackie Chan Adventures? The cartoons? cartoons? Yeah, some of them. Okay. I do remember catching a few of them back in the day. Do you remember what the the, 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 the uh, credits were? Like, do you remember anything about that? Like, the end mm, of the show? Not really. Okay, so like they would have like uh, the goofy, super like heartwarming, someone send in a letter and Jackie Chan reads it and then like answers it. And, I, like, I'm vaguely remembering this now. Yeah, there was straight up an episode where like, so, I can't remember what the letter said. All I remember is Jackie Chan just starts like going on a tangent and then all of a sudden he just like stops saying words and it's just like blah, 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 blah. like it's not like 100% dude but like he's like talking about like what Are you like sure this isn't like, are you sure this is not like a YouTube poop? Yes. <laughs> yes. I will try to find it and and send it to you but like so, I mean, that sounds like was, a YouTube poop. Right. No, like, this is like... Where, like, he's, like, talking, all of a sudden, he's, like... Uh, uh, and then just, like, not talking. No. And then, like, it plays, like, the Mass Effect death music. <laughs> yeah. Embrace eternity. No, um... Straight up, he he was explaining, like... I believe what goes into like stunt work and stuff. Yeah, real quick, it's not the uh, Sonic says getting touched <laughs> without your consent is no good. No good. You gotta get out of there. No, I, uh, I I I will find it for you. Okay. 
I will make you watch it. Remains to be seen. <laughs> At this point in time, yes. Okay. But yeah, no, like he... he I'm sure he, it's out there. Yeah, he had done so many stunts. John Liu is obviously like no stranger to that. And, uh, yeah, the dude fucking like stretches ball sack for like a year. <laughs> Stretches legs what? so he could like bend it up completely around his body. Oh my god. I could kick my own ass. Uh, but yeah, the guy from like the, the like that took care of like all the makeup and stuff like that, uh, he was like said specifically in that documentary, like, oh yeah, like I was so fucking excited because I was a huge John Liu and like, you know, Kung Fu Flicks fan. And I was like, I'm gonna see how a fucking kung fu movie gets coordinated. Mm. Holy fuck. And it's like, yeah, literally no. Yeah, like none of the talent that like not like the full talent he had back in Hong Kong with yeah. present for uh New and, York Ninja. And I feel like honestly, part of that had to be like and if you watch New York Ninja and you don't yeah. blame me, go watch like The Invincible Armor. Yeah. Find the claw in the claws of the CIA. Uh, uh, find two sorcerers, two swords, or whatever. Yeah, two swords, two sorcerers. Two, yeah. Yeah. Go find these old John Lee movies, and you watch the fighting in that. It's fucking good. Yeah. It's, it's... There's just, like, a certain level of quality of, like, fighting that those movies had. Yeah, I mean, like, it goes into the cinematography as well as the stunt work, and, yeah, it's it's all about taking hits, being able to give hits that, that are, you know, like, well-sold. Yeah. And... John Liu isn't able to do that with this crew because, like, if he tried to go that, like, like go fight the at, like, them, that speed, he'd just be, like, beating the shit out of his yeah, own cat. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, like, they, they didn't have the time or money yeah. given to them by 21st. And, like, specifically, the guy that was in charge was just like, yeah, I mean, like, we greenlit it, but, you know, we, we weren't going to throw the amount of uh, money behind it that, like, you know, a Hong Kong kung fu movie gets. Like, I mean, I can I can understand that movies need budgets. Yeah. But it's like, if you can't fund a movie to the point at which, like, the professional says, hey, this is what we need to make this a viable film. Mm-hmm. But at the same time... Just kind of like of, make do with what he had. Yeah. I mean, he pretty much carries all the stunt work. Yeah. Like, kinda, single-handedly. I kind of feel that, like, John Liu probably kind of went into the whole thing. And there are some pretty, like, serious stunts in this movie. The, the car scene. For car one. scene, helicopter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just hanging off of, like, high places. Yeah. All the climbing and all that, all that kind of goofy stuff. I mean, his flip... Like, the flip work that he does, the, you know, like, obviously, like, falling while doing, like, some pretty fucking fast, heinous flips and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, a lot of that's, a lot of that's pretty fucking good. But, um, yeah, I, I also kind of wondered, you know, uh, they said that he had, like, that Bruce Lee swagger and everything like that. I'm kind of wondering if they were like, all right, well, you know, like, we can only give you this. I wonder if he was just like, I can make it work. You know what I mean? Like, you know, very... I mean, who's to say that he shouldn't have been able to with, with his uh, pedigree? Yeah. You know? I think, yeah. I think he was probably counting on that movie to, like, really help him, like, break in. Like, kind of like a foot-in-the-door movie to, like, American markets. Yeah, yeah. It didn't really work out for Miami Connection. Yeah. But I don't even know, really, who had picked up Miami Connection. Yeah, that was a movie that was, like, forgotten. I think I think that movie was found on, like, a film reel. Yeah. Like, it was completed film. I think it only showed, like... I think they showed it at, like, the Alamo Draft House. 
Oh yeah. And then like like oh yeah let's 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 uh let's let's brush this movie up a bit. Yeah, I can't remember who the fellow was that essentially used it as like his like action reel, you know, uh, the the lead actor. Yeah. Yeah. Not sinking um, too far back. Right. Yeah. Back to our draft house double feature with uh. <laughs> Good old greasy strangler. What a but, film! I fucking love that film. I remember that film. Yeah, but like <laughs> the, my other connection, I think that guy was like, because he had a fuckload of money. It sounded like, <laughs> so I think that he like straight up produced it, paid for everything, and just like made the movie happen. Yeah, because he had that kind of. Yeah, money. It was like yeah, he pretty much was like the the sold, like did everything basically. Yeah, he's like, you guys are all gonna play my OCs. Like, you're gonna be in my taekwondo that. band yeah fight fight friendship yeah yeah friends for eternity loyalty honesty <laughs> stick together through thick, thick and thin. thin something something we'll be together. together we're on top cause we play to win yeah that's yes. pretty bad and then they yeah. went and beat up cocaine ninjas yeah fuck yeah that's pretty fucking sick and that bald that bald one got fucked up Fucking uh uh uh. Was he like the keyboard player, and then he like lost all his hairs? He got older. Yeah. But he had like Freddie Mercury, like. Yeah. No wait. He had a huge mustache. Wasn't that the guitar player? I can't remember. Dragon Force. Dragon Force. Dragon Sound. Dragon Sound. Dragon Force. Dragon Force is something completely different. Yeah. 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 I bet they still have all their hair. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, this that. Man, it's it was just kind of crazy to like find out uh, exactly like how this happened. It is kind of one of those things where it's like how the movie got made is certainly as interesting as the film, yeah. Like that more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just how unorthodox it is. Like there's, I, I mean, I know there was like a, an, a, I think Netflix of all people ended up financing it, but they pretty much finished um, an Orson Welles movie. Really? Yeah, like not too long ago. I can't remember what it was called, but. War of the Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> oh. But yeah, no, I uh, I really appreciated this film. I appreciated it more after we watched the documentary and stuff like that. Obviously, the whole time, it's going to be one of those movies where you're going to probably say like 300 times, like, oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know? But, and, you know, if you're with your friends, you know, it's going to be like, oh my God. You I know? guess it's, it's certainly the fun kind of camp, like a good midnight movie. Oh, Watch absolutely. it with some friends. Yeah. Have a couple brewskis. Yeah. Maybe some other uh, substances. Yeah. That you know you're taking within a safe boundaries. Right. Not With advocating friends. anything weird here, but yeah, just yeah, you can just hang out and yell and just, just, it's New York Ninja. Right. It's a ninja and he's in New York. Yeah. What more do you want? What that's like literally the the the. the it's got freeze frame jump kicks. The two damn things you need. Yeah. <laughs> New yeah. York and ninjas. New York and ninjas. No one says I'm walking here. That whole movie, dude. That's a that's very shrewd. That's a very shrewd business tactic to not yeah. have anybody say that. Yeah, and no one. How says, was I supposed to know it was New York? No one says, "Look at the size of this effing pizza." Yeah, um, there are the twin towers though. The twin towers, yeah. So you know what year this wasn't. Remember from. those? Yeah, I don't. I remember it. I mean, I'll never forget them. You better not. Yeah, so I'm not even a true American. But uh, yeah, you know yeah. I mean, what else is there to say? Not a lot. Check out I mean, the fucking movie. Yeah. And then watch American Ninja. Do the yeah. same double feature that TCM Underground did. You will not regret that. Because American Ninja is like, it's a little bit more bumping, isn't it? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. 
You got a was it? It's like Steve Steve Dudikoff. He looks Dudikoff? like Dudikoff. His name is Stephen Dudikoff. Something like that. Dude, dude to suck off. <laughs> um, I'll look it up real quick because it's it's permanent information, Brent. Michael Dudikoff. Steve James is the other act. He plays Mike, like the cool black Mikey guy. Mikey Dudikoff. But he he looks like he looks like Dennis Reynolds. <laughs> or like, uh, uh, Glenn, Playing as the Nightman. Yeah. Um, or Dayman rather. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like we'll have to cover and uh, Judy Aronson. She was also in uh, one of the Friday Thirteenth movies. She plays like the, the the female lead in this movie. She's fucking smoking. Ooh, she's hot. Tangy. Yeah. Barbecue. She, she was in Friday Friday Thirteenth Final Chapter. Oh. If you. But it was not the final chapter. We all know that <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. No, it was not because that was from nineteen eighty four, and there were at least like twenty more Friday the Thirteenth after that. I, I could I could use more actually. Yeah, might as well. It's yeah. been a while. I think that's in some weird legal hell. Yeah. Also, I think that Robert Englund was actually in Stranger Things season four or something like that. I heard that whole season's basically just a nightmare on Elm Street. Kind of makes sense. I did see that they they had Vecna was the was the lead bad in this, and it has more to do with like D and D these days. And Vecna was always the god of secrets and like lost magics. And uh, his eye and hand are uh, ancient artifacts in that series. It was very spooky stuff. I mean, look at this fucking guy. Holy shit, that's Dennis Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. Uh, was Glenn... Chavez. No, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Known as the brother the actual, of Dookie Chavez. The actual uh, Dennis Reynolds... Oh, yeah, I can't remember his name. I know it's Glenn something. Ah, Garcian. <laughs> yeah, um, as far as this goes, though, I mean, you bought this off of Vinegar Syndrome, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah but like, yeah. It's, it was a little bit pricey, but it's yeah, but it, it's like, a it big... It looks fucking dope. It was, yeah, I mean, it comes with the booklet. Yeah. Um, It's like a two-disc movie. I think there was a whole other disc of special features that we haven't even watched yet. Yeah, yeah. I think there's there also, like, reels. Uh, yeah, two, I'm guessing it's a bunch of, like, extra footage that they just didn't end up using or something. Yeah, the B-roll and the extra footage. Which would probably be like interesting that. to look at. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, if, if B-movies or movies that have been lost to time and recently rediscovered are your bag like they are ours, you should definitely think about picking this up off of Vinegar Syndrome. Uh, yeah, because I'm not, I'm really, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, honestly. Right. I kind of doubt it. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think that there's uh, really a, a, a place for movies like this, other than, like, you know, you. I think you can self-publish a movie to Amazon Prime, and then, you know, like, people can rent it for, like, two bucks or something. Yeah, they can find it in a weird, like, deep dive, like, how the fuck did I get here? Yeah. I know, uh, uh, Andrew Rakich from uh, Out and Shay. Yeah. He's made like a couple movies, or at least one, called like Alien Baby. Nice. That you can find, you could find, I'm not sure if you can still find it, but it was on Amazon. Didn't we, didn't we find some fucking goofy shit like way back when we uh, caught like a snippet of, um, I say a snippet, but it, we actually watched like pretty close to the whole fucking uh, Glenn Danzig film. Oh, uh, Veronica? Veronica, yeah. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> Other than, like, the, the, be- the best film. Titties, uh, fucking... The third act, which is just a fucking snooze fest. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which it really shouldn't be, because it's about the fucking Countess of Blood. Right, yeah. Which is kind of fucking sick. Like, by default, I feel like that should be pretty hard to fuck up. What was the what was the fucking terrible, goofy-ass spider's name? Le... Le, le Strangler. Or some shit. Le, le Neck Le Neck Blake. Yeah. Le Neck Blake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And with his, like, static arms. Yeah. Plastic ass arms. Yeah, you move one hand and then, like, the other ones would but move. It, and, then, and then the girl who has eyeballs on her titties. Yeah. But he knows that. And then, like, when the cops find her dead and, like, topless, they don't, like, do the eyeball close on her titties. Yeah. She missed opportunity. Right. Did they, like, shoot them instead? Uh, shoot her titties? Yeah. No. Hmm. I think, I think she gets, like, killed by Layneck Breakout. Yeah. But, like, she also, like, somehow got the cops to shoot the spider guy. Yeah, but no one could see him unless he was, like, gonna kill them or something. Dude, he had, he had orphan powers. Yeah. He had fucking weird... The best part was the second part. Yeah. With, like, no... Don't take my face. I was gonna say that was the stripper lady that would uh, that would take the faces, right? Yeah, she was kind of a babe. Right. She didn't need to take faces. Right. Kind of. Hmm. Yeah. She had like one itty bitty like scar or something goofy like that. She'd be like, "I'm gonna take your face." And She's I'm gonna, like, I'm go gonna take your face. Yeah. <laughs> like super well delivered. Yeah, and it's like, oh god, yeah. Check out Veronica. I'm surprised we haven't covered that. Right. Maybe we should sometime. Maybe we should I mean, sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it on the list. Fuck it. I don't know if I, I need to watch it again, though. Yeah. Honestly, I think we could just, like, stop recording this. And then just... Just do an episode completely and just try to remember so all the... fucking did it. The mad lad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I don't, I don't really know if you necessarily, like, need a streaming service for... I feel like, like I, I just feel like that's how ninety percent of people decide yeah. to watch movies. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, oh, where is it streaming? It's like, no, you gotta, you gotta want to watch it. There is something cool about having physical media. So you actually have to like commit to watching something. Yeah. Like you actually have to get your ass up, slap a disc in your player. Yeah. And then sit down and watch that motherfucker. Intention. And if you're on like a streaming service, you can be like twenty minutes and be like, fuck this. What else is there? Yeah. It's like no, you gotta commit to watching New York Ninja. Yeah. You gotta commit to watching Veronica. Dude, imagine... But if I, I, I don't have a physical copy of that. Imagine if I had committed to actually, like, importing a copy of Gyo Tokyo Bitch Attack. Yeah. And then I would be saddled with the burden that is having a physical edition of Tokyo Gyo Tokyo Fish Attack. It has uh, um, experimental new technology of stink stink labeling. Oh god, dude! So uh, <laughs> your whole DVD shelf can smell like farts. Yeah, you want to talk about a terrible fucking third act? Like the the last half of the movie It's like a weird like tragic romance. Yeah, but just like I don't fucking care. I'm getting Show, there was. A, in the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie, there was a fucking shark swimming through a house eating the shit out of people. Yeah, dude. And, like, girls and were, like, throwing each other in the way of it and shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was fucking uh, awesome. And it's like, no barriers becoming, like, bloated fart monsters. Yeah. Someone's jacking off to this. Yeah. Who's jacking off to this? Yeah, fucking, like, salmon with fucking spider legs and shit. Yeah. Super cool. But then it's not. Yo. Tokyo. Tokyo. Press start. Press start now. <laughs> load load from the VMU. <laughs> like that's that's a Dreamcast game right there, right? Yeah, it is. It really is. I could I could when absolutely you, shoot some of those. Fuckers. When you go into the options and you like scroll around, it's just like fart noises each time. It, 
And then yeah, you go to like sound effects, and then you go from like loud to quiet. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> Man, yeah. Uh, uh, as far as this goes, though, like absolutely, you should you should try and get a hold of this. Um, you know, just just bring it home, bring it home. See all the see all the fun stuff. See everything that kind of went into it. I mean, I at least highly recommend it. It's a fun movie. Yeah, it was. And, really uh, fun yeah, there. it's it. It really probably shouldn't have seen the light of day. Yeah. At least, I mean, like, against all odds, it uh, yeah. prevailed. I'll be honest. I really enjoy the the, the stories to kind of go into finding and, and finishing projects like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get a lot out of that as far as entertainment goes. I think they're pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then of course I'm a hardcore old school kung fu fan, so. I didn't really necessarily have a negative here, uh, other than like you know the choreography of all of the untrained individuals in this movie. Yeah, was not we were good. watching. Yeah, it's pretty much like uh, like the Arkham games fighting, where it's just like all the bad guys wait to get their ass beat. Yeah, yeah, until you can stylishly like a QTE to do your like ten man finisher. Yeah, you get like a bat sense. Yeah, and then you'll see a giant button that you need to press to like counter and then kick them in the dick. Yeah, and, that's and then about you it. just do that for like thirty hours. Yeah. Shadow of Mordor, everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really, really solid stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. There needs to be a Shadow of Mordor-style New York Ninja game. Oh, man. Doesn't I'll never work? forgive you for cutting off my left testicle. <laughs> for uh, smashing... You threw a ninja wood. star in my dick. <laughs> for breaking my own t-ball uh, plastic bat <laughs> over my own head. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? steal reporter lady from me <laughs> i might still be afraid of fire they'll tell you not to move. they'll point their guns at you and tell you not to move but then you and can then just sprint around at full <laughs> speed <laughs> doing front flips and back flips and cartwheels with no hands or you like get shot but like you're fine yeah you just like took and a snooze for like it's like yakuza when people yeah. get shot it's like it takes like a hundred shots until like the plot bullet kills them yeah yeah, until you're, like, mid-sentence and you have a couple dash marks. You, yeah, you definitely need to have, like, a monologue where you say, like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm going to fucking die and I didn't get to, like, watch you grow or whatever. Yeah, and then you can cry. If only we could have been, like, friends. 50 people. Yeah. And then you baka matai to the next fucking Yakuza game. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love that series, but, man, that is fucking insane. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I think that's all I've got. You know what? Last last note though. Yeah, what you got? Two last notes actually. Some, I know he probably doesn't care, but like, wouldn't it be nice if John Lou saw this and was happy that someone finished the project? Yeah. And that he was like, hopefully, happy like. With it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people like. I mean, like, probably not a whole lot, but like, people will probably become fans of him. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I. We, uh, me and my brother watched New York Ninja. Yeah. And then we found one of his uh, martial arts movie, like Hong Kong movies, yeah. on uh, Tubi. Yeah. And we watched it, and we're like, yeah, it was pretty fucking sick. There's a the part where he goes into, um, this is in the Invincible Armor, he goes into like a like a bar or like restaurant or like chill spot, mm-hmm. and there's like a guy doing like acupuncture, and he's like, yeah, hey, I could I could use that. But it, um, he's actually an assassin. So he's like about to put the needles in, but then he like pulls out like assassin needles. And he's like, he like grabs him. He's like, these are the wrong fucking needles. And he like just throws them like right into his head. It's pretty Damn. sick. 
And he like starts like beating the shit out of people that are trying to kill him. It's that sounds fucking sick. The movie's pretty fucking rad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would uh, I would I would recommend watching this, watching John Liu's other films. I think that it would be really awesome if it um Yeah, it's like I hope he knows that like he's there's enjoyed people that enjoyed his work and you know, hopefully people there coming around to him. Yeah, yeah. Like that's hoping hopefully if there's something you know, like more good that can come from this movie being finished. Yeah. That's like, the skinny is like, like a long overdue do, I guess. Yeah, like wouldn't that just be like the pinnacle of like you did it? Yeah. You know? I d I don't know. I, I think that that's uh, that that's my second point though, is just like isn't it so nice that something somewhere out there, a group of people like Vinegar Syndrome are out there just being like Like people who like gave enough of a shit to see it done. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of they went through all the fucking pains. I can't think of something that's that's maybe worse than this to try and put together. Like we don't have a script. We have no idea who a lot of these people are. We don't have a, a storyboard, and literally all we have is like we pretty much need to like wing it. Yeah. 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 And they're like, yeah, we'll make a movie out of that. That's fucking cool. So yeah, major major props to Vinegar Central, Major props to John Liu and. You know, hopefully, hopefully this brought him some sort of joy when they when they did, you know, actually put it out. And if he ever ends up getting to watch it or wanting to watch it in the first place, I hope it made or makes him happy. Yeah. Yeah. I know he's. Yeah, it definitely seems like he's fucking done with. Yeah. He's been done with fucking films for a while. Right. Also, yeah, we didn't mention uh, Cynthia Rothrock does a voice in this movie. Yeah. Check check out Cynthia Rothrock. She's pretty fucking cool. You may you may have seen her in like quote unquote uh, the worst fight scene of all time. Right. But it's actually um, footage from the movie Un- Undefeatable, where a guy named Stingray loses a couple eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and you. Ah, yeah. Ah. Keep an eye out for you, Stingray. She says that. Yeah. See ya. I love the delivery on that line because it's like it's half Terry Bogard and just half like every other action movie star from the 80s. Yeah, she was in like, I think it's called like Lady Detectives or something. Or, uh, she was in a movie. Oh, I can't remember the other. It's like a Hong Kong actress, like martial artist name, where there was just like two like ass kicking babes. Was that the one that was in The Boss? That you uh, you showed me, I think, dude. Sorry, dumb question. It's it's a movie from like four or five years ago that you had shown me, and the movie itself is from like the early eighties. It's a gal. This is like a, um, they based the character King from King of Fighters, on her because of uh, the way that she would do her kicks and stuff like that. On some of her action movies. Ah, yeah, I know. A very loose question, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Michelle, yeah, she was in a movie with Michelle Yeoh. Okay. Called, uh, Yes Madam. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna fucking show you as much as I can before my phone dies, probably. But no, we gotta watch an ad first, cause that's the, the state, the state of YouTube. Yeah, for sure. Did you know there's another fucking Jurassic World movie coming out? I don't care. What is it, Jurassic Dominion? Well, they got the, they got Sam Neill and, um, Laura Dern back for some reason. I think Jeff Goldblum's there. He's like, oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, oh, man. Dinosaurs, huh? Right. <laughs> 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 um, oh yeah, did, I think I, uh, we watched one. I don't know if Cynthia Rothrock was in, but they like there was like a ninja who like threw a grenade at him, 
And then he fucking, like, fight him back and then, like, string the grenade to him and hoist him up a flagpole. And then he just fucking blows up at the top of the flagpole. That's fucking dope. Yeah. It's like a reverse Mario when you fucking... Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Just really throwing them legs around. They were just gonna watch this whole three minute video. Yeah, at the end of our podcast episode. Yeah, if you're sticking around, you're a real head. <laughs> what's what's this uh, what's this movie called again? Yes, madam. Yes, madam. Yeah, this uh, this fucking rocks. This, this isn't is... even like the most impressive thing, and the, there's like people going through glass and shit. Like it, it's like so fucking dangerous, but they just did that shit. Damn, yeah, she is uh, she is super solid with the choreography. I might have shown oh, you, man. um, I think, I think it's called like My Lucky Stars. Yes, that's the, the one. The Samo Hung movie. Yes. Where it's, uh, that buff, um, like Japanese lady. I think she's mm-hmm. fighting, uh, was, uh, like, it's like Maggie Chung, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I love these kinds of movies, honestly. Look at fucking rules. Like, god damn, that is so fucking dangerous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, there's so many different things that could have gone wrong in, in, in so many of these movies. Like, you have to have such a trained team. And to think that, you know, like, uh... <laughs> it's fucking wild. Yes. <laughs> to think that they were like, yeah, no, we can totally make a movie like this without people that uh, are super well-trained. Like, that's... Hey, um, had you heard about uh, uh, Michelle Yeoh's uh, movie that had come out? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. I'm here. Yeah, here it's like really fucking good. Really good. Yeah. Yet another one of those movies that where it's just like, man, I really wish that uh, I yeah. had the time to to go to theaters. And now <laughs> I think I might be yeah. able to do that. So dope. Fuck yeah. We've uh we've been going through and uh, <laughs> watching a lot of like action shit lately. Check and, this uh, shit out. Yo, <laughs> get fucked. And uh, yeah, movies like this. <laughs> that man's face is so ridiculous. <laughs> Some of this shit Movies is, rule. is just so anime. Oh yeah, look at his knife. Yeah, your knife is for little dicked men. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my arm's getting a little tired, but I got, I'm committed to holding it up for the rest of the video. <laughs> it's great. Your uh, your persistence is noted. <laughs> I'm very thankful. If. If these bitches can fucking throw themselves through glass windows to yank dudes off a balcony, I can hold I can hold this up for another minute. <laughs> God, yeah, it's so fast too. Like they really just they practice this shit. They know what they're doing. Gorgeous. <laughs> nothing nothing hits just as <laughs> right like as a uh, a well choreographed action flick and yeah they really had a lot of uh, movies where yeah like the women were the lead martial artists back in the day just throwing themselves off chandeliers throwing kicks 
like <laughs> at a rate of, of something ridiculous like 80 punches a minute <laughs> I'll get fucking kneecapped <laughs> yeah that would hurt so goddamn bad Jack is coming off you're fucked now oh maybe not oh damn <laughs> Damn, my arm be tired. <laughs> yeah, I bet. You know what? Let's be smart about this. Oh, that fucking back kick, though. This man's got some orphan powers of his own. You talking about? You talking about? Ooh, right in the titties. It's like a good. It's it like ha it like manages to be like so fast, but you can also like see and tell what's going on, right? Which yeah. I feel like a lot of uh, modern action movies fail to do, like yeah, in the, the shaky cam days. Yeah, uh, hundred cuts. Yeah. Or just like cut away, cut away, cut away, cut away. Like inventive stunts. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Like, that's fucking crazy right there. Yeah. Fucking dope. Time. Oh, shit. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> kick his ass down the stairs. The fucking dive kick down the stairs. Shit, this guy's good. Oh, yeah. And the yeah, cut off right when he's about to get fucking beheaded. Yeah. Gotta get the scissor cuts. Yeah, well, that's about all the time we got, folks. Yeah, <laughs> I've got to go and play Animal Crossing New Leaf on my new Nintendo 3DS, 3DS XL. XL.